it's not Easter, to praise Him like it is. Yeah. There just seems to be an excitement in the air when it comes to Easter time. People come in that don't normally come. Maybe we're a little shy and timid here tonight because there's an extra camera in the room. <laughs> <laughs> what a great opportunity to tell the world what He is. Amen. Yeah. Oh, He's alive. I'm so thankful Amen. that He gave His Son. Yes. Where would we be tonight? Had the Lord God Almighty not given his, his son. Oh, yeah. I couldn't That's do wrong. that for you. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Amen. Let's yeah. praise him tonight. Thank you, Lord. I would be lost on a forsaken sea if it wasn't for him coming to give himself for me. Thank you.
Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Aren't you thankful tonight?
Thank you, Lord. sins 
He cast them as far as the east is to the west. He buried them to the depths of the sea. Put a no fishing sign up for the devil to never bring them up to me again. That's the God we serve tonight. Amen. I want to thank Him for resurrecting from the grave. Amen. Hallelujah. You sing, folks. Hallelujah. Amen.
Listen, y'all, I believe that that day is real, and I believe that we are closer yeah. than ever before. That day when our faith is going to be signed, we are going to see him. Every yeah. eye is going yes. to behold him. It is coming, and it is coming soon. I believe that with all my heart tonight, more than ever before in my life, I believe that we are so close. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Are you ready tonight? Is your soul ready? Is your heart ready tonight to meet your maker tonight? Hallelujah.
that is coming again. I thank God that He did arise on the third day. Amen. And I just want to give you just a maybe a little sermonette tonight before we go and to the baptistry pool and let you see how three believers are birthed into the family of God. Of course, baptism's not what saved them, amen? They're just making a proclamation to the world that, hey, they have been saved, their life's been changed, they're laying down the old man and they're coming up anew. As I think about the Easter season, I think about something that's often said during weddings. Something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. And I got to thinking about that one day, Brother Tony. There's a message in that. Something old is that old rugged cross where Jesus went to die for us. That old rugged cross where He carried uh, upon His back that had been uh, uh, stricken with the cat of nine tails and the uh, flesh uh, uh, pulled from His back. That cross uh, uh, where He willingly laid down and uh, the nails were put in His hands and the nails were put into His feet. That old rugged cross that they uh, dropped into that hole on Calvary's hill between two thieves. Uh, Oh, I'm here to tell you, He was a whole lot better than those thieves on that cross. Uh, He is the King of glory that they crucified on that old rugged cross. Something old. As we mentioned a little while this morning, I don't understand the crucifix necklaces or the uh, the crucifixions that are hanging in hospital rooms and in particular hospital uh, particular hospital rooms that are of the Catholic faith and uh, they have it hanging up there and they've got Christ uh, uh, depicted on that cross uh, hanging upon it. My friend, listen, uh, that's not a true vision of my Lord today. Uh, he's no longer on that old rugged cross. Uh, thank God, listen, they put him in the ground. Uh, they put him in the old bar tomb. Uh, and thank God he came out again. Alive and well. Something old. Something new. That was me when he saved me. (laughs) Oh yeah. Something new. I became a new creature. In Christ. And the great news about it all. But all today is that you can too. He just didn't die. uh, For the uh, vilest of sinners. He just didn't die uh, for uh, the one that's uh, maybe less fortunate. And He just didn't die for the rich or, or for the poor. But thanks be unto God, He died for us all. Amen. Uh, uh, no matter where you are uh, on your economical standards or ladder, if you will, Jesus Christ loved you enough uh, to die for you on the old rugged cross. Thank God when He saved me, my life got changed. Uh, it was rearranged. Uh, I began to act different. Uh, I began to talk different. I didn't even go to the same places that I used to go to. All I wanted to do was go to church. Go to church and have a good time in the Lord. Amen. I know some of our young people are faced with it each and every day, Brother Joe. Uh, they have to be around people that's on drugs. Uh, they have to be around people that's on alcohol. Uh, I'm here to tell you by the authority of God's Word, they don't need a pill today. Uh, they need the gospel. That's all they need. Uh, and God uh, will give you the rest that you need. Amen. Something old, something new. Uh, I feel like the old preacher said, praise God. He said, listen, when God saved me, even the dog knew I got saved. He said, how do you know? Why do you say that, preacher? Because when I walked in, I didn't kick him. He knew something was wrong. Something went right in my life. Something was different. (laughs) Dog even knew he got saved. I walked in the workplace instead of singing Whiskey Bent and Hellbound, I was singing Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound. Oh, and they looked upon me and said, what in the world's done got into that boy? And all I could do was turn to him and say, J-E-S-U-S, Jesus is what happened to me. He turned my whole life around, made me anew and afresh in him. But I had to be born again. Nicodemus wanted to know how he could be saved. Nicodemus Wanted to know how to get closer to God. Jesus told him, you must be born again. You see, Buddha can't do anything for you. The Pope at the Vatican can't do anything for you. 
Confucius can't do anything for you. Muhammad can't do anything for you. You can go to their tombs and you'll find bones. You'll find teeth. But thanks be unto God, you go to the tomb of Jesus. You won't see anything left there. Amen. Oh, it's new. Something old. Something new. Something borrowed. Is that old tomb? Amen. Amen. I believe I got something right here. Amen. I wish all of the funeral directors would get a hold of that. I wish all of the funeral homes would realize that they're ripping everybody off. They're selling us something. They're selling us something that we're just borrowing. Jesus just borrowed his for a very short while. Three days in a borrowed tomb. See, that, that tomb belonged to Joseph. Yeah. It was just a borrowed tomb. That's right. And I, I began to think about that thing. Well, you know what? When they lay us in the ground, it's just a borrowed tomb for us too. Oh, because one day, thanks be unto God, we're going to lose our gravitational pull. We're going to start soaring through the air to meet our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For those that are redeemed, for those that are washed in the blood, for those that are covered, my friend, and have that personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's just a borrowed tomb. It's just a temporary place. This old body is going to go there, but the soul, thanks be unto God, is going to be with Jesus. Now listen, if you're here lost tonight, you're going in the wrong direction. You can't be part of this trip. You're on another train going nowhere. You're on another train going south. Where it's real hot. You know what I mean there, brother? I'm telling you what. How in the world do people live this day? They live without Jesus. I don't understand. The times that we live in, times is tough. Times is tough. They just can't, they, listen, they don't want to, uh, the, the real thing. They, listen, I like, hey, I like the Coca Cola commercial. Get the real thing, baby. Listen, I don't want something that's artificial. I don't want something that's fake. I want the real deal. Amen. That's Jesus Christ, uh, the true, living, dead, risen, living, resurrected King of glory that's coming again one day. Amen. He was dead. And I thank God He died for our sins. But I'm even more grateful that He resurrected from that borrowed tomb uh, to prove to this world uh, that we can have life uh, and we can have it more abundantly. And thanks be unto God, He is the Savior of this world that's still dying and going to hell. Oh, I wish the channel 21 had stayed around for the preaching. Something old. Something new. Something borrowed. That's the tomb. But let me say one more thing about that tomb before I move on from that. They rolled a stone in front of the door. In the opening of the tomb. That were they late Jesus. These words have rung out in my mind all day long. A preacher in Kentucky was preaching over the radio. He was saying, why? Tell me why. I'm here to tell Listen to me. Why? Tell me why. Would they roll a stone? In front of a dead man's grave. He said, why? Tell me why. Did they catch somebody? Tell me why. They rolled that stone in front of a dead man's grave. Lest they knew that dead man wasn't going to stay dead. (laughs) Woo! Hey, listen. He's alive today. Amen. Something old. Something new. Something barred. Something blue. Yeah. I can tell you who was blue. Satan himself. Yeah. I believe, Brother Joe, as they took him off of that cross. And I believe as they began to take him to Joseph's tomb. 
I believe Satan was getting ready to throw the biggest party. And say, hey, we got him now. You see, they've been trying to stomp him out from the beginning in the garden. All the way from Genesis, all the way up to the times that we're living in today. Satan had tried to stomp him out. Up until the time he was born, to past the time he was born, to when he went to the old rugged cross. He knew somewhere down the portals of time, he would be able to stomp out the true and living Savior. You see, Satan wanted everything that God had. But he couldn't have it. It belonged to the sovereign God. He couldn't have it. So, they're down there getting ready to celebrate. Oh, we've got him now, boys. He's dead. There is no breath in him. He's going to the tomb. But can you just see Satan? You see, he's a sly old character. And he probably knows the Scripture better than most of us in this room. And he knew what the Word of God said. When the Word of God says, you tear this temple down. In three days, it'll be resurrected. I believe Satan began to wonder about that a little bit. I believe he got to wondering. You know, I just wonder if he is going to be able to come back from the dead. I believe he probably got to thinking. And then all of a sudden, it come busting through the portals of hell. Was Jesus Christ himself. And Satan was there in awe. Looking. Oh my, why is he and who is that and why is he here? That kind of looks like Jesus. And he's just standing like this. I surrender. I give up. And all of a sudden he drops the keys. And it wasn't, I wouldn't doubt it one bit if Jesus didn't look at him and say, pick them keys up and hand them to me. Oh, what are the keys? It's the keys to death, the keys to hell, and the keys to the grave tonight. Amen. He conquered it all for you and I. Satan's been blue ever since. He's been upset. He's been torn out of the frame. Listen, it's the simple plan of salvation that the whole world needs to hear today. Accept him. Believe in Him. Confess Him. A, B, and C. People try to make salvation too difficult. It's not difficult, Brother David. Just bow down before God and say, Lord Jesus, be merciful to me, a sinner. Forgive me of my sins and where I failed you. That's all that needs to be done. And then all of a sudden, the recording angel in glory begins to pin your name in the Lamb's book of life. Forevermore to be settled in heaven. Oh boy. I just think about these that are on this old rugged cross. That we've just marked out over the past uh, a few weeks. Sister Annette marked off a loved one just last week. The other week. And just marked it off. Somebody that we'd been praying for for over a year. Listen, aren't you? I just, ooh, I just feel like somehow or another. That the Lord Jesus just may have our names written in red. <laughs> over in glory. Amen. I don't see that road in the Bible nowhere. I don't either, but it sure does make for some good preaching. I'd like to think that it does. Amen. Hallelujah. He wrote it down. I'm glad He wrote my name down in the Lamb's Book of Life to where I can have life. Amen. Something old, the old rugged cross. Something new, my life in Christ. Something borrowed, that old tomb. Something blue, the old devil of this world. Because he's lost the war. He may win some battles in your life. He's going to fight you tooth and nail. Son, he'll fight you tooth and nail. You keep holding on to the bloodstained banner of Jesus. I'm here to tell you. Who's got ultimate victory? That's Jesus Christ. For one day, as we done sung the song, the clouds are going to split. The skies are going to open wide and Jesus Christ is going to descend from heaven with a shout. With the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God's going to sound. The dead in Christ are going to rise and those that are remain are going to be caught up with them in the air. Oh, but you better have your ticket paid for and punched up and ready to go. Hey, listen, if Jesus comes tonight, somebody else lock up. I'm out of here. I won't be here. Amen. Oh, listen.
Something old. Something new. Something borrowed. Something blue. One more thing before we come to a close in this service. You know who's going to be blue? Not only the devil's blue tonight, but your loved ones if they know you died and went to a devil's hell. If they knew you died and went to hell, they'd be blue. Because there's no turning back from that pit. There's no turning back from the flames of hell. There's no turning back. A place where the worm dieth not. A place, my friend, where the fire is never quenched. And the only way to not go to that place of torment is to trust in Jesus Christ, your Savior today. Money can't buy you where you need to go. Can't do it. Listen, it'll buy you a home, but it can't. It can buy you a house, but it can't buy you a home. You know why families are busting up today? You know why families are on the rocks and they can't make it and, and, and the families are just dividing like crazy? They're not trusting God. They're not trusting in Jesus Christ. God's no longer in the midst of our homes, folks. And when we've got a godly home, you've got something to be thankful for tonight. If you've got God in the midst of your home life, you've got something to praise Him about. You've got something to be thankful about. Oh, but if you live in a godless home, you may be a little blue tonight. Be a little sad. But how much more blue would that loved one be? If they were to pass, their loved ones was to pass and know that you wasn't right with God. That's a terrible, terrible thought of knowing that you're this close to heaven. Preacher, what are you talking about? This close to heaven. One prayer away from heaven. The truth of the matter is we're only one step from death. Eddie and Tino's uncle, we were able to lead him to the Lord on a Tuesday evening. Now we knew the man had some physical problems, but we didn't know the man was going to die the very next Sunday. He was up walking around on Saturday going to the flea market having a time. We didn't know it. We didn't know he was going to step out into eternity Sunday night. Didn't know it. Actually, it was Saturday night, early Sunday morning. When he passed, he just made it in. That's cutting it close. You don't know that God's going to give you the opportunity to cut it close. You don't have a clue of when your number's going to be called. We could all step out of here tonight, get on the Interstate 85, have a horrendous wreck, and lose our lives instantly. God may decide to call one of His airplane pilots home and it crash in the middle of this church tonight. Preacher, you're trying to scare me. I'm trying to put the fear of God in you. Come on, Let's don't pity pat around the tulips tonight. Let's say it the way it is. It's like this. If you're not saved tonight, you're lost. If you don't belong to the king, you belong to this world and Satan himself. Oh, preacher, but I'm 99% sure I'm saved. You're 100% lost. Oh, but I'm a good person, preacher. It don't matter how good you are. There's plenty of good people in hell tonight. Don't be good. Be saved. Be saved. He's the only way. I want you to stand across this building. Folks, y'all come on and sing us a song. Didn't I walk on the water to be a good